welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, it's awesome to be with you once again today. And I get to share another pretty cool uh, triathlete with you. We heard from him last week here on the Kona Edge. I'm talking about Zach Carr, and I have to send a special, special shout-out to Zach because uh, this past weekend at uh, Ironman Wisconsin, Zach was the first age grouper overall home. I think he finished 12th overall in a shade over nine hours, so uh, fantastic performance uh, from Zach. I did mention him earlier on in the week, but uh, because it's his episode today, I thought I'd give him a special shout-out, which uh, is brilliant. Well done. Zach, if you are listening, congratulations, mate. Rest up well. We look forward to seeing you going even faster in the future. Well, today we're talking about swimming, and Zach's going to share some of his uh, tips with us uh, with regards to swimming better. But before we do that, I must tell you that this edition of the Cone Edge is brought to you by Jack Rabbit, and we've teamed up with JackRabbit.com to give you the chance to win. And up for grabs this month uh, is uh, four pairs of Hoka One One running shoes. We gave away one earlier on this week three more still to go so if you're not in the mix yet do me a favor head over to jackrabbit.com forward slash kona edge you can enter uh, to win those shoes there right now we'll do the draw beginning of next week and we'll announce the next winner uh, here on the Kona Edge. Alternatively, what you can do is simply text the word Jack Rabbit. That's J A C K R A B B I T to four four two two two, and I'll text you the details back on how you can get into that draw. If you haven't checked out JackRabbit.com yet, please do. They are a speciality uh, running retail store. They've got a pretty large uh, footprint of stores across the United States, but they are also an online retailer. So it doesn't matter what you're looking for. They've got an extensive range of not just running shoes but some cool apparel as well so go check it out it is jackrabbit.com coming up next the coach's corner and then we'll touch base with zach Today's coach in the spotlight is coach Stephen Brands, a next-level triathlon. They've proved their results year after year. Steve has personally guided athletes to an ITU Age Group World Championship, Ironman Hawaii, and has qualified over 20 athletes to the 70.3 World Championships. Steve isn't your traditional multi-sport coach. He's a full-time endurance coach who works with athletes remotely as well as athletes in a DTE in Madison, Wisconsin. Steve is also one of a few coaches in the USA high performance mentorship coaching program where he gets to work with the select high performance athletes in the USAT CRP program. In 2015, Steve was selected to run a week-long Cam Tri Camp in Trinidad and Grenada, where he was responsible for working with their top athletes, as well as educating their coaches on proper racing, training, and season preparation. Some of Steve's athletes have won an ITU Age Group World Championship, won multiple USAT Age Group National Championships, won USAT Duathlon National Championships, podiumed at the 2016 Ironman World Championships, have run sub-three-hour marathon during the Ironman, 
Ironman and qualified athletes to Ironman and 70.3 World Championships. If you'd like to find out more about Steve and Next Level Triathlon, all you need to do is head over to the KonaEdge.com forward slash coaching or click through to nextleveltriathlon.org. All the details on that website, okay? That's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. And if you are a coach or have a coaching business and you'd like to be featured here on the Kona Edge, all you need to do is head over to that exact webpage. It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Some swimming now. We head back to Wisconsin to touch base with Zach Carr. Zach, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Zach, as far as uh, the, the three disciplines, the swim, bike, and the run, what would you say is your weakest? What would you say is your strongest? Swim is the weakest, and strongest is the bike. Uh, why is the swim the weakest? Uh, I mean, did you grow up swimming, or was this something that's come with a sport? Uh, it's something that's come with a sport. I, I swam when I was a, a real young child, but no swimming in between and i think you said it when you said wisconsin we have <laughs> we have a pretty short season where we can swim outdoors and where swimming is a is a priority and and, and so i don't get into the pool as much as i should yeah i i don't know how i've got massive respect for anyone who lives in a in a pretty cold place during winter because it's it's hard enough for most of us to to get the motivation to jump in the pool but when it's freezing uh yeah it's definitely not high on my list of priorities but as far as things that you've done over your your ironman career can you sort of narrow it down to a few things that you think has made a, a real big difference in your swim Having a video analysis of the swim, I'm a visual person, so if I have someone point out what I'm doing wrong, I can usually, or if I just watch people swim, I can usually pick up what I should be doing. Uh, Having the video analysis, obviously you can't see yourself swim, so that really helps solidify things that I'm doing right or wrong. Uh, And then also masters swim. I don't have a master's program anymore close to where I live, but I saw huge benefits when I did that just because it you have people around you to push you. You have someone on the deck that's giving you pointers as you're going. So, uh, so that was extremely beneficial as a part of that group. As far as the, the video analysis goes, I mean, you, you talk about having someone on deck who can point things out to you, but the video analysis, is it something you did once off? Is it something you do fairly regularly? I usually do it once or twice a year. I don't do it very regularly anymore. I'm pretty in tune with what my swim stroke is like, so I don't need a lot of feedback at this point. Talk to me about getting the balance right, where you know your swim is your weakest, and it's that law of diminishing returns. You can spend an extra six hours in the pool, and you might save yourself 10 minutes on race day, or you could spend that extra time on the bike or on the run. How do you, how do you decide where that balance sits? Where, where we gonna, when, when we call it quits and we go, you know, good enough is good enough. I let my coach decide that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gives me the workouts and I just follow what he suggests doing. Uh, my strength is probably, I have a, a diesel engine, so you, I don't have a lot of speed, but I get up to speed and I can hold it for an extended period of time. So it, I, I really don't gain a lot by doing a lot of swimming. I mean, I, I basically, once I get into a rhythm, that's the rhythm I'm going to keep no matter how much swim training I've done. I do see incremental improvements, but it's relatively small throughout the year. How many times a week do you generally try and get into water usually three to four times is that throughout the year or is that peak training 
that's peak training. I try to do it throughout the year, but during my busy time, I'm I'm usually I work before the pool opens and the pool closes before I'm done. So it, if unless I go over a lunch break, it's very difficult during the winter to get swimming in. And that's a good excuse as well during the winter. Exactly. I'm not, <laughs> not hearing me complain. <laughs> Zach, as far as workouts go, what do you what do you love doing? I, I like doing. Uh, relatively recently in the last couple of years, someone turned me on to the snorkel and you, you look goofy doing it, but I find it really helps just with really balanced form, good form. And uh, I love the, so I, I, I've, I've fallen in love with the snorkel. I like paddles, drills, uh, anything that, that, that can help me uh, with my swim stroke. I enjoy. You, you mentioned you're pretty anatic, uh, analytical in our first chat and uh, in the build-up to your, your your qualification attempt first time around, you, you looked at the numbers and what you had to do. Are you very analytical with regards to your stroke? Are you are you always tweaking or do you find you get into a rhythm and then you're almost not even concentrating anymore? You're always trying to fix it. I was very analytical when I started out and someone pointed out that that's probably a detriment that I'm getting in my head and and really not just letting the swim stroke flow. And part of that then led to over gliding and, and just trying, you're trying to break down the stroke and you're really not just, like I said, just letting it flow. So I've learned to be less analytical on the swim than I, I first started out. Do you get to do much open water? I know you mentioned during winter, obviously not, but uh, are, there, are there sort of decent bodies of water close to where you are in the summer that you get to swim and, and, and do quite a bit outdoors? I do occasionally. There's a, a small lake that's by my house. It, there's usually fishermen, and in September, if I'm building up to Kona, they're out there duck hunting. So <laughs> I usually don't like to see someone swimming between the boats, but I do Yeah, when I can, I, I get out to the open water. And and as far as workouts, do you do anything specific to, to get you ready for that open water swim? In our first chat, you mentioned the, the, the sort of punch-up <laughs> at the start. Is there anything that you do to prepare yourself open water-wise, whether it be sighting or, or technique-wise that changes slightly in the open water? I think it's stroke rate. I've heard that you need a, a quicker turnover when you're in the open water to eliminate those dead spots. And so I really I try to work on a quicker turnover um, to improve open water swimming. Sighting, I, I bilateral breathe, breathe and pretty much have my entire swimming career. So I'd, uh, I can usually swim a pretty straight line. I usually don't have problems sighting. Uh, but, it, yeah, I would – yeah, I would say that the turnover is probably the, the one thing I work on the most for open water. All right, fantastic. Well, Zach, I look forward to talking about your bike next time out, but uh, we'll save that for another day. Thanks for your time today. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today, and thank you too to our sponsor, jackrabbit.com. If you'd like to win yourself a pair of those Hoka One One running shoes and know what it feels like to run on the shoe of the Ironman World Championships, now is your chance. All you have to do is head over to this URL, okay? It's jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge, and you can get into the draw there uh, for one of four pairs of shoes that we're giving away through the month of September. Alternatively, all you need to do is text the word jackrabbit to 44222, and I will send you those details straight back. Until tomorrow, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. 
Simply search for the Kona Hitch. 